T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It was fun to watch it play out. Yep. The ceremonies in the beginning made me want to be a Patriots fan so bad. (laughs) Oh, with the five Lombardis, yeah. and they're trotting out all their guys. And, yep. and then you see Brady lead him out of the tunnel. Yeah, he's all fired up. and Ready to go. Tony Dungy said he's played a lot of big games at Foxborough, and he's never heard the crowd that loud in pregame. That's what he said on Football Night in America. I give Roger Goodell all the credit. It was, yeah, an incredible beginning and start to that game. And it was on its way to being an early embarrassment for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then Rob Gronkowski, who we thought made an amazing catch, and Chris Collinsworth going through the replay of, wow, what a catch by Rob Gronkowski. And then, uh uh-oh, it hits the ground. They don't convert on a fourth and one. Things start to change for the Kansas City Chiefs. Long drive at the end of the second quarter. And then in the second half and in the fourth quarter, Big plays exposing this New England Patriots defense and a victory for the Chiefs in week one, 42-27 over New England in their house. A humbling experience for the Patriots. Huge turnaround. You got sudden change. New England goes down and scores. Then Kareem Hunt, his first carry in the NFL, he fumbles something he's never done, at least not at the collegiate level. And if you... Paid attention to CBS Sports Network. You you would have witnessed the talent that this guy possesses. We had a ton of Toledo games over the last few years on CBS Sports Network. But he makes up for that in a huge way. What a way to announce yourself to the NFL. But after the fumble, you have the not catch or no catch by Gronkowski. There was a penalty on the play, so you get another shot. You go for Go for it on fourth down. You're stopped. That defense for Kansas City, they rose up time and time again all throughout that football game, even losing Eric Berry late in the game. That was huge, uh, a huge stop when you could have been behind the eight ball by 14 points, and then who knows what happens at that point. But defense made a huge play, and they continued to do that, taking Gronkowski out of the equation, applying pressure to Tom Brady all night long. I think he, he was sacked, what, three times in this ballgame, pressured numerous times. So uh, a, a huge applaud to uh, the, the, the defense. Uh, they were outstanding. Yeah, and on the road in that situation is a tough one. And I think that uh, maybe more shocking than the Patriots' defense giving up big plays, Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, those two big pass plays to Alex Smith might have been the fact that the offense didn't do much of anything in the fourth quarter. 21-zip, the Chiefs outscored the Patriots mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. That, to me, is more shocking. You want to tell me that the Patriots gave up a lot of points, there were some big plays there by some great, young, fast playmakers for the Chiefs. All right, I could buy that. But no points in the fourth quarter at home with this offense? Uh, so now all the questions are, how much does Edelman mean to this team? Are there too many guys that came in in the offseason that maybe don't know <laughs> the system yet? I think the Patriots will end up being fine. Yeah. Uh, but you know, sometimes you need 
a game like this to straighten you out a little bit. Not that I think a loss is, is a good loss, but if you're going to get your butts whipped and try to figure things out, and the, the best time to do it is the first game of the season. And they came out of it relatively healthy. The big injury, as you mentioned, Eric Berry tearing his Achilles. It's just not fair. I mean, this is a guy who comes back from cancer. Yeah. He is as hard of a working guy and one of the best guys in the league, if you know anything about him. He is just... He's an amazing player, an amazing person, resilient, and now he's got to deal with this. Now, it's not official, but Andy Reid said it looks like he tore his Achilles. Uh, It's a full tear. Of course, he's done a partial tear. I guess there's a chance, but it just sucks for for anybody. But a a guy like Eric Berry has worked so hard to get back and get back and be an elite player, too, again. Uh, To deal with this in week one of the season is just, just, it really turned you off. And they've dealt with this injury before. Derek Johnson, their all-world, all-time leading tackler of that franchise, dealt with an Achilles heel at the end of the season last year. His second stint on the IR with an Achilles tear, and, and now Barry is dealing with that. And in New England, they lose Amendola. And it's, it's interesting. I was just thinking about how long he would last throughout the season because he has a history of injuries, and he goes out of the ball game, uh, possibly a concussion uh, for our, Amendola, and then you lose Hightower. You know, one, one, the heart of your defense, I would say, and and you, Kansas City exploited that position after he was out of the ball game with Kareem Hunt, long touchdown grab, perfect throw. Let's give sing the praises of Alex Smith. He was outstanding. There was something about the heir apparent. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Well, that may be the case, well, but it still he's is. Not, yeah, yeah, he's not right now though, because Alex Smith. That's how you deal with competition. You go out and you play lights out like he did. He wasn't dinking and dunking. He was getting the ball down the field. He threw some dimes throughout the night. So he had some nice pocket from which to work from, and and, and then he hit his receivers in stride time and time again. Yeah, and I think that Alex Smith probably knows that no matter how he plays, next year is a, there's a good chance he's not going to be around. But one thing he doesn't want to happen is lose his job mid-season this year because that would be embarrassing for him and I you know I, th- I had some questions about you know, how the Chiefs were going to do it this year because I I bought big stock in Kareem Hunt in fantasy football I did and seeing that last night made me feel great three touchdowns and doing it on the ground and catching passes but I wasn't sure exactly what to expect from the guy and, and the fact that you know, wide receivers, new guys, young guys. How are you going to use Tyreek Hill? Is Travis Kelsey going to be someone that's going to be shut down because there's going to be so much attention? He gets paid another to... personal foul. They're going to shut yeah, him down. Yeah, I know, which we'll, we will get to. Uh, but I, you know, I really, I wasn't sure. I didn't know if this offense was going to be able to to do things, and and they did. And, and then the fact that they came back too in this game because the Chiefs are not a team that you feel like. Uh, has the best opportunity to come back. Andy Reid's going to want to not get the ball down the field as much, and you started to see that a little bit last night, a little, a little more risks, a more big throws for Andy Reid, and if Pat Mahomes is going to be the quarterback soon, you're going to see a lot more down-the-field stuff with his skill set, but it's week one. There's going to be a ton of overreactions. This game always feels to me like forever ago. Like when we get into December and you think about this game, it feels like six years ago because of all the stuff that happened in the NFL. You have a big week one slate, of course, on Sunday. So this may mean nothing come week 10, but if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you have to love this. This is about the greatest regular season win you could possibly get outside of clinching a playoff berth come uh, week 15 or 16. Well, especially when it's an eight-point 
spread on the ball game. No one's giving you a chance. They're celebrating another Super Bowl victory. You're on the road. Uh, it doesn't look like you have a shot in the dark in this deal, and 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 you do. You you come out and you fight hard. You overcome some adversity early in the ball game. You have a rookie running back putting it on the turf, and and yet everyone uh, keeps their wits about them, and and they continue to play hard. Defense steps up in big moments. So yes, there's going to be a overreaction, but. Kansas City has a damn lot to be proud of in this ball game, and you'll have nine days to digest it. Uh, but get it out of your system because yes, it's a long season. We've seen this movie before. Chris Collinsworth uh, and Al Michaels talked about it on the broadcast last night a few years back. There, New England opens up at Kansas City, gets whipped, and everyone thinking thinking it's over, and Brady's lost it, and Belichick doesn't have the magic touch anymore, and they come back the next week and they blast Cincinnati. So uh, great ball game, very entertaining. Didn't expect that offense of New England to be shut down. And to answer your question earlier uh, you know about these new pieces, are there too many new pieces? No, but is it going to take a moment for them to get acclimated? Yes. Now, Brady did hit Cooks uh, a couple times, but – They've got to get in a rhythm and a chemistry. Yes, you can have that in practice, but now you're going up against a team that's scheming to take certain things away, like Gronkowski and and and, and Hogan. So now he's got to get used to these other guys and 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 get in rhythm and, and in, in sync with the new pieces that are on the offensive side of the ball. They ran the ball well. Yeah. I thought that looked pretty good. Yeah, they they did. Burkhead and Gillisley with with what three touchdowns for Mike Gillisley, who is clearly their goal line back, something that we weren't sure was going to happen. How are they going to handle the backs with James White, Rex Burkhead, and Mike Gillisley? I think something that does hurt, though, the Patriots, no pun intended, with bringing in all these new guys is you need to have anchors on both sides of the ball. Of course, Tom Brady's going to be an anchor. But, I mean, Edelman, you look at the history of Tom Brady with Edelman and without Edelman, and the offense is better with Edelman, clearly. But Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not like you could just plug in somebody else like you can at other positions with the Patriots. And we'll see about the Hightower injury. I mean, he did ride a bike afterwards. Uh, he didn't go into the locker room and not come back. He spent the rest on the bench. But I mean, he is their captain. And when you're a – I mean, I don't need to tell you. You're a linebacker and the captain, and then you have to change that position if he's out for an extended period of time, and you've got a bunch of new guys on the defense – that's not going to be a good thing whatsoever. So if they lose those two anchors on mm-hmm. both sides of the ball, we know Edelman's not coming back, uh, then that is really going to change the outlook of when this team is going to be able to gel. I still think they're going to be fine. There's no one in the AFC East that's going to be able to touch them. They're going to go back to the playoffs. But this was the smelling salt after a big celebration the, the everything that we saw, Goodell is that Goodell's the only guy who left Foxborough, by the way, with a smile on his face last night. That's that's for sure. Him and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but maybe this was the smelling salt that that is going to get Bill Belichick angry and the chip on their shoulder that they always seem to need. Well, if there's anyone in the game that knows how to coach up his pieces, it's Bill Belichick, and and they. They find every little wrinkle to get better and, and, and to take advantage of anything, any holes in your offense or, or, or defense. So they're masterminds at this. So they'll coach up their new pieces on defense, whoever has to step up in case Hightower's out and Amendola's out for uh, a long time. They'll, they'll coach them up, and they'll find some somebody to step up. If there's any team that, that uh, lives and breathes next man up, it's 
the New England Patriots. So they'll be much better than they were in this first ball game. And, and so no one's sitting here thinking this is the end of the New England Patriots. But uh, for those who thought they'd go undefeated, well, you forget about that. And uh, we knew it'd be tougher trying to repeat uh, as they're they're on this this march now to to try to do that, of course. But I, I, I'm not going to fret over that. But I, I love what I saw from Kansas City. Now we've seen this from Kansas City before. Can they hold up? Can they forget about this game and not celebrate too much and not make more of this? As we're not going to make more of a, a a loss by New England at the beginning of the season. So now can they? Okay, use this as a rallying cry and continue to be consistent and and play good football from here on out. Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs are one of those teams in sports. I mean, unless they go undefeated in the regular season, I mean, there's nothing they can do in the regular season that's going to really make people take that much of a notice because of their struggles in the postseason. And it's same thing with Andy Reid. I mean, this guy doesn't have a history of winning a lot of big games. I mean, he made it his job to lose NFC Championship games. He got the one, and then ended up losing in the Super Bowl, of course, with the Philadelphia Eagles. But I, I just, it's one of those teams that you cannot really feel good about until you see them start winning a couple of playoff games, unfortunately for them, even with the success they had. I will like to give Andy Reid a lot of credit, though. You mentioned the Kareem Hunt fumble on his first carry. It looked good. It was a nine-yard gain, but then, of course, the ball gets knocked away. He loses a fumble. Hadn't lost a fumble in his entire career at Toledo, at one, and he fell on it. Um, but a lot of head coaches do that stupid, well, I'm going to bench him now because he fumbled. And I never like that because you, when you stew, you sit on it, you're thinking about it constantly, I don't think that does a po- or sends a positive message to a player. Yeah, of course, I think the player knows by now he's not supposed to fumble and it's a bad thing. He doesn't need to go and put the dunce cap on on the bench and sit there and watch other guys go and take his job. And the fact that Andy Reid knew he wasn't a fumbler, it wasn't a problem for him in college and throws him right right back out there and says, I've got confidence in you, rookie. I think that's the right move. And I can't stand when coaches do it the other way. Well, they do it the other way if there's a history with that player. Now, if you got a guy like this who you've moved up in the draft because he takes such good care of the football and it's his first carry in the NFL, maybe nerves got the best of him, yeah, you throw him back in there. Get back on that horse. Let's see what you do with the next carry. He goes back out there and he gets a nice gain on his next carry, and then he's off to the races. So if it's early in a ball game, it's a player new to your team, and he doesn't have that history, yeah, it's a no-doubter. Put him back in there, and and plus, how many different options do you have? You just lost a guy who was going to be your starter. You thrust this rookie into action, uh, and and so uh, that that made perfect sense to put him back in there. But, yes, you've seen other coaches – if the guy has a history, he, he fumbled a couple times in a ball game. Yeah, you're going to sit. You're going to have to stew on this for a moment. Yeah, and but to your point earlier about the throwing the ball down the field, I, I'm watching this game and I can't recall the Kansas City Chiefs throwing the ball down the field as much as they did. They've got some dynamite talent with Hill and and you you throw in uh, Wilson and 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 you got DeAnthony Thomas. They got some speedsters they can lean on now in this passing game. And then you put Hunt. In the mix, and so yeah, they're going to chunk it down the field. You got the tight end Kelsey who could go over the middle. Uh, they got some firepower now in this offense that they haven't had in a long, long time. When I was watching the pregame show, they did this feature on Bill Belichick, and he went back to his high school and talked to the team, and he's smiling, and he's putting on helmets, and and you've seen him do a couple things that Nantucket 
magazine shoot that he did. And I mean, this guy is as happy as he's ever been in his life. And even Rodney Harrison said it too. He goes, I think he's in a really good place in his life right now. He's got a, a couple of kids that are in coaching, including his daughter. I think it was coaching lacrosse or soccer or so. He's just really had got that championship last year. His relationship's great. Everything's good for Bill Belichick. And then whap. And then not everything's good for Bill Belichick. He's probably going to be really, really angry now for the rest of the season because of what happened last night. But that's where the Patriots operate best is when they're angry, when they're slighted, when there's a chip on their shoulder. Last year was the ultimate version of that with the Brady suspension, him coming back, the fact that they're down a million points at halftime in the Super Bowl, and they come back from that. Everybody counted us out. We were going to be done. Tom Brady serving his suspension with Garoppolo and Brissett and everybody else winning games for him. This is what they need. They The league would have been better off if the Patriots won by 20 points last night. <laughs> well, isn't Belichick always angry? He always looks but like he's, he's, but he's turned. But he's turned. But my point was, though, that yes, he is. But this is the happiest he's ever been. I mean, it's if, if you would have seen that, that piece. Well, from our perspective, yes. I mean, it's just... <laughs> yeah. it, but it's, I think, from everybody's. He would probably say, I'm always happy. No, he's you not. Just, you just, I'm sure he is. He just doesn't show it. No, I think that now is a as as hey Rodney Harrison knows him better than we do. He goes he's a real good place in his life right now. He's got another he's got five Super Bowls. I know he was in a good place after the first one, after the second one, after the third one, after the fourth one. And this one's sweeter because of what they were dealing with and, and the whole Deflate Gate. But uh, even though they won it after the Deflate Gate, I'm telling immediately you, after this guy's happier than he's ever been. He, he wouldn't have done that Nantucket magazine shoot if he wasn't no, he wasn't the happy. Power to. You know what? Well, that's part of it, isn't mm-hmm. it? Isn't that part of it being happy? It's not the first time. You've got some kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're arguing with me on this. This guy's a happy guy. Go Pats! <laughs> Listen to him. He's happy, man. He's oh, that's all! <laughs> all right. Coming up next, your thoughts on what happened last night. Are the Patriots in trouble or just a little bit of a misstep? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Travis Kelsey at it again. That's also coming up next. An Andrew Bogus update. We're coming right back. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. The same woman. The same woman? Why don't you correct that woman? Well, again, the first day it happened, it was funny, and then we wanted to keep it going so we could record it. But the subplot was that it was. Ins- I was mildly insulted that, you know, there's four or five people up there sitting around her. Yeah. And I'm there every day now. Right. I feel like one person could have been like, that's not his name. Mm-hmm. He's not Borgish. Right. Yeah. And then yeah, Wednesday, boom. And you do a really good job of knowing everybody, being nice to everybody, and making yourself available. You're a utility guy. You do anything that every that anybody asks of you. This is now, I mean, it's insulting now to you that your name isn't a... Uh, a, a work name that is is recognized. I'm disappointed that um, the people on the desk upstairs, the news desk up there in that newsroom, because I've never met them face to face. But there are people I've talked to every day, and I've been on their station for months now. Yeah, every day at least once, if not six, seven, eight well, times. Go put your foot down, man. And I would just Come one on. person to go. Ah. Dandu Borgish. I kind of like Borgish. That's the old one. Let's yeah. hear the new one. There's so many of them now. Pete has to sift through. 
all of them. So this this happened when this morning? Uh, no, Wednesday. This is Wednesday. Okay, let's uh, let's take a listen. Good afternoon. I'm Maria Garcia. It is 12:15. Time for WCBS Sports. Here is Andrew Borgish. Maria, wow, Mother Maria Nature wow, she really I went mean, in on that. She one. thinks my name is Borgish. She does not really. I mean, she emphasized Borgish. Right. She's What's her not, name again? Maria what? Garcia. Yeah, we're gonna have to go see her. I'm gonna go see you, Maria. Wow. Get my boy name right. So confident yeah. in Borgish. You should when you throw it back to her. Thank you, Martha. Now, see, he can't do that. He's too much of a pro. But I do say my name at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I do say Andrew Bogish, WCBS News Radio 880 Sports. I feel like this Maria's going, I mean, this guy doesn't even know his own name. <laughs> Why is Why he do we doing, hire him? Why is he doing sports? <laughs> Listen to the disdain in Andrew's voice after she says it. Okay. Here is Andrew Bogish. Maria, if Mother Nature cooperates, the Mets will host a film. Uh, Maria. Uh, I can just see it shaking your head. Maria, girls, say, Mother Nature cooperates, unlike you. Push back, man. So, Maria, it is actually Borgish. <laughs> Bogish. No, it's Borgish. Now. Okay. Well, that- Maria, if- <laughs> Might as well be now for continuity's sake. <laughs> I can talk to her if you'd like. <laughs> I, I would actually. I have Pete text her. <laughs> uh, Maria, it is Pete. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Maria, this nice special needs man came up to me and talked about <laughs> Andrew Borges. Talked about this guy's name. It was weird. It took him a while, but finally we got to the gist of it. Uh, all right, but uh, what's your name? <laughs> Whatever it is. All right, Andrew Borges. Hey, hey, thanks. Never mind. Go for it. What? What no, are you gonna say? I'll save it. He's going to get there. Okay. Very it good. has something to do with his shirt. Borgus. All right. Uh, so good thing there. In New England because Bill Belichick's boys will be busy between opening night and next Sunday in New Orleans. There's a lot of things we need to work on. We need to get to work. We need to improve them. So it's a pretty lengthy list. That's all we'll do. The Patriots licking their wounds after getting gouged in the second half by the Chiefs. Smith barks out an audible. He's got Kelsey in there. Tight wing left side. They're going to toss it right to Hunt, trying to get to the edge. Four-yard line, three-yard line, two-yard line, stretching out for the pylon. He's got a touchdown! Kansas City, third touchdown of the night for the rookie Kareem Hunt. That's Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio. KC won the second half, 28-10, 21 of those points coming in the fourth quarter to win the game, 42-27. Hunt had those three scores and 246 scrimmage yards, the most ever in an NFL debut since the merger in 1970. Tyreek Hill added 133 receiving yards and a score, just seven incompletions, four touchdown passes, no picks from Alex Smith, while Tom Brady was only 16 for 36 without a score for the Pats. The injury report from last night is significant. Chiefs safety Eric Berry may have suffered a torn Achilles. Pats linebacker Dante Hightower hurt a knee, and wideout Danny Amendola suffered a concussion. The Browns released safety Calvin Pryor yesterday reportedly because he fought with receiver Ricardo Lewis on the field before practice. College football, Florida State has canceled tomorrow's game with Louisiana Monroe because of Hurricane Irma. Florida will not play Northern Colorado and South Florida, not traveling now to UConn. They did it again, 15 straight wins for the Indians, an 11-2 round of the White Sox last night. Manager Terry Francona impressed with his team's focus. We try to stay in the moment. I think that's the best thing is this team stays in the moment really well. So now we'll move on, we'll pack up, we'll run home and see how we do tomorrow. Which is now tonight against the Orioles. Cleveland is the first team since the Cubs in 1935-36 and with winning streaks of 14-plus games 
in back-to-back seasons. The Twins scored three in the ninth in KC to win 4-2. Minnesota leads the Idle Angels by a full game now for the second AL wild card. The Royals are three and a half back. The Rockies roughed up Clayton Kershaw on the Dodgers 9-1. LA has lost seven straight, 12 of 13. The Padres blanked the Cardinals 3-0 and the Cubs Got an 8-2 win in Pittsburgh. And Sloan Stevens and Madison Keys will play the first All-American U.S. Open women's final since 2002. Stevens knocked off Venus Williams 7-5 in the third and final set last night. Boys? All right. Thanks, Bogus. Well, he didn't get to it. Or maybe I missed it. He didn't talk about the Yankees. Winning oh, a series in Baltimore for the, the first time. And uh, the, the guy who saved that series was, uh, or that game-winning series was Mario Rivera. And it was 2014. Yes, uh, this is a Jackie Robinson shirt, uh, first of all. Second of all, that game happened in the afternoon yesterday, that, so it's not on my radar. But well, thanks it should for asking. be on your radar. That's Mariano's number. Yeah, Mario's wait. too. Wait. <laughs> Thank you. Glad you did that, not me. Wait, did you what? say you're saying to me that's not, I mean, that's not Jackie Robinson's number? Yeah, it's Jackie's number, but who's the last guy to wear it? Mariano. My goodness! I'm talking about Jackie Robinson, man. And? I know we talk about Jackie. It's his number. I know it's his number. You know, it was Mariano's number two. To me, the greatest forty-two in baseball history is uh, Butch Husky. He was. <laughs> I remember Butch Husky. Yeah, I loved Butch yeah, Husky right. when he came with. You I'm even ser- born. Was he? Was what was Butch around? What are you talking about? I wasn't born. Was that early mid nineties. Yeah, it was in the nineties. I was like twelve, and then we came up Butch with a Mets. Husky, and I was big. I was a big Butch Husky. I thought he was going to be a star. And uh, didn't work out that way. <laughs> I actually have a Butch Husky signed bat that Whoa. my mom got me from when I was like eleven or twelve years old. You really did like Butch. I loved Butch. I thought he, I, and I thought that that bat was going to go right to the Hall of Fame at some point. I Where's was all now? in on it's in the closet somewhere in my house. Butch Husky Butch number forty two. Wow. Yeah, number forty two. Your program's number one in your heart. Mm-hmm. Kevin in Calgary joins us on CBS Sports Radio. What's happening, Kevin? Good morning. Oh, you guys have such a great show. You wake me up at 4 in the morning. I drive all night. But anyways, I just had a, cr- a question from uh, for Brian, a longtime Raiders fan. We were watching the first part of the game there when they scored the first touchdown, and uh, there was a holding call, so the, touch- the touchdown didn't count. They spotted the ball on the two-yard line. Is the, it a five-yard penalty? or No, no, no. They're all setting penalties. They didn't announce the penalty, or the television broadcast didn't show uh, the the uh, the call for the the uh, other penalty. There was uh, offsetting penalties on that play. That's why oh, okay. they placed it back at the two. Yeah, because I'm, we're saying, holy jeez, what the you know what's going on? There? <laughs> and then, and then, there was, then then and then there was a questionable one about the interference. You know, early in the game, and I said, oh, here we go, New England getting their way again. But no, I'm glad you cleared that up. I'm, I I take you in every night at four o'clock and. You make me laugh, and it keeps me going. So you guys have a good night. All Thanks, right, we'll Kevin. Keep taking us in, yes, Kevin. Yes. We appreciate that, man. <laughs> Do that. And I think that, that interference was on Mitchell and, and, and Brandon Cooks uh, over there on the left sideline. So, uh, yeah, there was all setting penalties, and they only called one. A couple of things we one. saw for the first time last night. The centralized replay where mm-hmm. the official is not looking under the hood, but mm-hmm. it's rather being reviewed in New right. York, and then the decision to the official on the field. And also the elimination of one of the most annoying things that the football broadcast has ever given us, which is touchdown, commercial, Mm -hmm. kickoff, commercial. Yeah. If you noticed last night, no more of that. Now, the breaks are a little bit longer within the game. Right. But 
There's not as many commercial breaks, and that is across the board. That's not just a football night in America, Sunday night football thing. That's going to be across the board. You're not going to see that anymore, and I am really, really happy that you don't because it's just maddening. Now, there's too many commercials when it's a standalone game as there is, uh, but I do think that, I mean, you understand why. Uh, but uh, I do think that that is a uh, a positive impact for sure. Yeah, I agree. That was so mind-numbing to have a kickoff after a commercial and then go right back to another commercial. Can we just get back to the game? So I'm glad we don't have to endure that anymore. Travis Kelsey, in another pregame feature, was talking about how he's matured, how he's a leader now. <laughs> I mean, this is a change my ways. A change guy. I mean, we've seen the him before, man. you know, throw a flag back at an official uh, Which was warranted. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. Uh, we've seen him, you know, act like an immature player. So, you know, as he sits down, he's, man, I'm telling you, I'm a leader. And he went on that stupid reality show where he was finding dates. It didn't look, wasn't a good look for him there either. What's wrong with going on a reality show? It just looked like, it. It just you know, do it after your playing career or something. I don't know. It's just strange to me. It just was odd. It just came off Trying weird. to start a family, man. Start early. <laughs> you got to do it on TV. <laughs> anyway. So the point is that he's been an immature jerk for most of his career. So he's thinking, brand new, Travis Kelsey, 2017, until he's down on the ground. Kyle Van Noy of the Patriots is above him, and Travis Kelsey takes the football and shoves it into his junk. Yeah. Come on, man. Kyle Van Noy, one of my favorites when he was coming out of BYU. Of course, they got him from the Lions. And was he giving you the business? Didn't seem so. Uh, like he was, and and was it taking too long to just get off off of you? What was the deal? Yeah, that's usually what happens, though. These guys get really annoyed when they've got a player on top of them or he's taking his time or they'll push off a little bit. Like, that seems to be a catalyst for a lot of instances like this. I I didn't see him, and and maybe they didn't show what was happening on the ground there long enough, but I didn't see Kyle Van Noy doing anything that was unseemly and it would have caused you to – throw the ball or plant the ball in his undercarriage. And yeah. yeah, and then the first thing comes to mind is that piece they just showed on Travis Kelly. Oh, he's a new guy. I can't do the things I used to do. Let's be more mature. I'm a captain now. Yeah. And we are in the golden age of junk shots in sports, know, aren't we? What's up with that? I mean, it seems what's up we... with your generation, man? <laughs> but it's not my, it's not my generation. Your... Uh, well, these what? people are younger than me. Dude, what are you doing? It's not, you know, I'm closer to Tom Brady's age than I am most of these other guys. Going after the. I respect for the junk. <laughs> Seriously. And they should know. You should know Ray, You I got was, junk. It hurts. I was man crushing on Tom Brady last night earlier. Were you? Oh, I was just thinking. When he ran out of that tunnel and he was like faster than everybody. There, How about that? And he just, I was just looking at him like, you SOB, you are unbelievable. Here you are. You just won the Super Bowl. I mean, you look like you did 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, and, there's and something to be said. 40 years old. I was just looking at, like, you know, and I thought about maybe I'll do his, I'll get his, his meal plan yeah. for, like, $8 million. How long did you think about it? How long did you contemplate it? Like, six or seven minutes. What? That's, yeah. a, that's a record for yeah. you. I thought yeah. you were going to say six or seven seconds. Well, just look. He looks so young. He looks like he did when he came in the league. He looks better than he did when he came in the league. And I was thinking about it as well. I was like, man, you take care of your body, and, and you you do things a little differently than everyone else and this is what can happen but I, I think you have to be the right person and of course take care of your body a lot of guys do that but still to have the longevity that he's he's uh enjoyed and 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 
doesn't seem like he's lost anything as far as his his pitching arm. It's just amazing that the guy at forty is, is still uh, he's ascending, <laughs> like he's descending whatsoever. Yeah, and it wasn't a great night for him last night, but you know he's going to bounce back. And well, you know he's going to be great. Anybody. I don't care who you are. If you can't get protection, which you didn't have, especially late in the ball game, you're going to look like that. So whether you're Tom Brady or you're a young pup coming in the league, uh, you need some protection. Did you see this was hilarious? And I noticed it when it happened, and then I looked at Twitter, and Joe Thomas, the left tackle for the Cleveland Browns, that always seems to be a name that's around the trading deadline in the NFL, he tweeted about it too. When Chris Collinsworth was showing a replay and was – featuring the Patriots' right tackle. who oh, Marcus Cannon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he's featuring him. He's like, man, this Marcus Cannon done an amazing job. Right. Dante Scarnecchia, the offensive line yeah. coach, man, he did an amazing. Turn this guy around. So they show the replay, and he's just he's standing there. He's not hitting anybody. Like, <laughs> like he just didn't he didn't touch a guy. So People were just, scared to come into his area. He's just standing there, <laughs> like putting his hands out in the air like he's doing Tai Chi. <laughs> No one's even near him. And Joe Thomas tweets out, he's like, only Chris Collinsworth could feature a guy, an <laughs> offensive lineman, on a play where he doesn't touch anybody. He goes, it might happen two times a year. Wow. Two times an entire season. It was, it was hilarious. Orange Frogs. Yeah. Go, Marcus. Yeah, he didn't look so great late because uh, Houston, Justin Houston got the best of him. Coming up next, a big day for the NFL and a big day for the Dallas Cowboys. This is 15-year NFL veteran Takeo Spikes, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Four straight days we've had a two-time Super Bowl champion on the show. Four straight days. Can you name them all, Brian, mm-hmm. with your terrible memory? Uh, Justin Tuck. Yep. Uh, that's it. Who else? <laughs> Mario Rivera. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mariano Rivera. No, 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 no. It was those were World Series, and were more than two. Well, just keep sitting on it. Think about it. See if you can come up by the end of the segment, because I know I'm putting you on the spot. Let's see how how well. Do you know what happened to you? <laughs> this will be a nice little test. How well? Justin Tuck. Justin Tuck. <laughs> Justin Tuck. That's four. Joe Carter. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> See, we're, we're, back, we're back to baseball <laughs> oh. again. Oh, you said, Super Bowl. you said World Series. Oh, man. Why you do that? Put me on the spot. You're looking down at a rundown that does not have the answer you on maybe it. Maybe it has some clues. Dick <laughs> <laughs> Saban. <laughs> no, not Dick Saban either. Not... Remember when you did that? That was a weird one with Dick Saban. It's not my fault. <laughs> I know, which is, makes it tougher to deal with. Uh, Bye, Marshall uh, Bill. No, not him. Uh, time to ask the pros or you get to ask us a question brought to you by Raleigh Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash pros or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag Ask the pros at O'Reilly Auto Parts. You get better parts, better prices every day. We'll have the parts you need to get the job done right with high-quality parts and accessories at guaranteed low prices. And the store's well-trained professionals standing by to help. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Today is the day, or everybody expects it to be the day, 
that the presiding judge, Amos L. Mazant III, is going to make a decision on this Ezekiel Elliott case and whether or not this temporary restraining order will be granted or not with his suspension. So we had Amy Dash on, who is our CBS legal analyst. Did she win two Super Bowls? She she was not one of them, no. One guy I'm very surprised you've forgotten about because you you really like the dude. But anyway, okay. so she went to the weeds with it for us, and that interview is up on com slash audio. We can retweet it out maybe this morning saying this is what you can expect today. Um, bottom line is it goes one of two ways. It's either going to be the restraining order is going to play past week one, and this is going to be in the courts for a long time and then end up being like the Brady suspension where I believe – He'll end up serving that six-game suspension, whether it be at the end of this year if things move quickly or the beginning of next year if they don't, or he's going to start serving his six-game suspension starting week two. Those are the two options, and if there's no restraining order, it's the latter of the two where the suspension starts in week two after this Sunday night game against the Giants. Yeah, it's going to be huge, and everyone's going to sit there, and they're, they're watching this. Uh, especially in the Dallas area, very closely to see what this judge is going to rule. And listen to Amy the other day, she seems to think, per the questions he he asked the attorneys, especially the league attorneys, uh, she seems to think, and everyone else, that he's going to rule in favor of the Dallas Cowboys. He wants to see Zico Elliott play, and we're going to have a situation that we uh, had with Tom Brady where this just takes its time, and it may be next year before any suspension is handed out or at least served yeah and i i know that she was half serious with that but i mean this is why these things feel so silly to me that that's even part of the conversation because he was he was asking well what about this week is he gonna play this week is he gonna play this week you know two things popped to my mind was not only cowboys fan but also fantasy football player i mean that's probably i drafted the guy and so i know i need need him to play but that's gotta be that can't happen right there had to be some real motivation there. It couldn't have been the fact that he's a Cowboys fan or he's got him on his fantasy team. Come on. Our judge having an agenda. Come on. Yeah, and I I never thought Ezekiel Elliott should have been suspended. I think six games is crazy for what we have seen, the details in this case. But I am confident and disgustingly confident that the NFL, at the end of this, will win once again because of the language in the CBA. It's just the way it is. They're going to get what they want. Now, do you think the they will have the suspension reduced somewhat, or it's going to be the whole six games? Well, I don't see – that's what I don't – I think that that part's over with because the appeal yeah. was heard by Harold Henderson. The whole six games was right. upheld. So now it's I six just, or nothing. Right. I, it's that's, all or nothing. That's what I think. Yeah. I, but I'm I'm not positive, but that right. but that's because the Brady thing was it was four right. or nothing. And, and it and ended up being four. Yeah. Right. And and they and the NFL's not gonna go and reduce anything now, too. Because this that's one thing we pointed out in the beginning was that when you challenge them, they're not gonna be happy with that and you will serve the full suspension. If you go into the office hat in hand and say, I'm sorry, I did this, what can I do to change, like Ben Roethlisberger did then you get it reduced mm-hmm. from, from six games to four games. Vontez Perfect, the guy who knows about suspensions, just signed a... <laughs> a little bit. He signed a, a contract extension. With How the about Vegas. that? Vontez, yeah, they say he's a changed man as well. Yeah, Marvin okay. Lewis singing the praises of him. Didn't think he should have been fined and suspended for this latest infraction to hit 
uh, during the preseason uh, on the Chiefs uh, running back. Uh, and so they felt like this is a guy they've developed, they've trained, a guy who would have been a high draft pick coming out of Arizona State if not for uh, not showing well and, and, and exhibiting bad behavior even while he was at, at Arizona State. Uh, the behavior he exhibited on on the football field, uh, but there's no doubting his talent. Uh, he's a tremendous linebacker, excellent player, and they have rewarded him with a new contract, three year extension. Yeah, and, and some people were surprised. Oh, this guy's going to be suspended, and he's a dirty player. Going to give him a contract? No. I mean, the history of Vontez Perfect is the Bengals have always had his back, and because we talk about him mostly in this light, it doesn't mean that the guy isn't a phenomenal football player when he's playing the game clean and he's not getting suspended mm-hmm. for certain hits I and mean, the guy's been their leading tackler he's been I mean, this was a guy who i believe ended up going undrafted after some of the things right. surrounding him coming out of arizona state yeah. and he turned into this unbelievable starting linebacker well he had this potential there were just other missteps along the way a lot of guys uh, teams had him uh pretty high uh, as far as his talent, but it was all the ancillary uh, antics of his, which we have seen from time to time as a pro, that kept them from drafting him pretty high. The Browns cut safety Calvin Pryor because allegedly he was the mastermind behind a practice fight, if you will. No, um, <laughs> oh, let's get this one okay. Yeah. Go get that receiver. Ricardo well, huge, well, yeah, Ricardo Lewis was the other guy in the fight, but. Go get it. Ricardo Lewis is still on the team mm-hmm. after this fight. So it's probably more than just the fight. Well, he, he he he's a guy that has been speaking his mind even when he was here with the New York Jets. And Todd Bowles and his staff, they couldn't <laughs> wait to get rid of him. He, and along with a Sh- Sheldon Richardson, who's now uh, with the Seattle uh, Seahawks, uh, they traded him to the Seahawks a few weeks ago. So uh, Calvin Pryor was a guy, first-round pick. I thought he was going to be – an excellent player coming out of Louisville, but that hasn't transpired. And now he gets into fisticuffs with a teammate uh, there with his new team, and and he's without a job for now. I think someone will probably pick him up, but uh, not a good look for Mr. Pryor. No, not at all. And I think that the Browns are done messing around with stuff. Yeah, I just think that they're you see them cutting Osweiler because they just forget it. With sixteen million, we don't care. Get out of here. You're bad influence. You stink. Uh, it's something like this, too. We don't need you. you. You were a headache to begin with. We thought maybe we could resurrect something out of this, and now you're fighting with guys that we like. You get out of here, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's going to end up working for Hugh Jackson, but I like the approach. Right. I mean, the no-nonsense approach. You have gonna... enough to worry about. Right. I can't have, have this dissension amongst the ranks. If you're ever going to turn this thing around, it's, it's going to be that type of attitude. All right, coming up next, huge weekend in college football. Ah. We'll get into it on Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 